Warning, great marriage advice ahead. Marriage on the Rocks is not a licensed marriage counseling service. Our opinions and methods work for us, so your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 24th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion, and this week we um, just saw this recipe online. And what was it called? Do I don't you remember? even remember. It was just so. It was uh, Angry Orchard Spice Rum. That's all with it said. It cranberry. Didn't, yeah, it didn't say like. It didn't, it didn't have an actual called. name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. We were wanting to do something like more fall. Fall-ish. Yeah. And you just so, wanted a drink to match your lipstick in your shirt. Oh, it does, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it's it's not bad yeah it's pretty good yeah we use the uh kirk and sweeney rum that our friends jason and jennifer yeah, brought back from from, from their mexico trip yeah mexico <laughs> and uh mix it with the angry orchard and then we use the like straight up just cranberry not like oh when you say cranberry juice people usually think like ocean, ocean spray, spray but this is like just straight concentrated cranberry, so it doesn't take a lot to make it that yeah that freaking red. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, it's really good. it is like really it. good. I know because usually we'll do like the the cranberry or I'm sorry, the Angry Orchard with Fireball, mm-hmm. and we didn't have Fireball, so we were like, well, what else can we do? You know, well, and everybody does that. It's funny because if you remember the last couple of Thanksgivings, I drink rum with cranberry. Oh, you When I'm yeah. cooking and deep frying the turkey. The turkey, that's true. And so I, th- uh-huh. I was like, oh, this will be adding the apple cider in there. Yeah. It was pretty good. Uh-huh. I hadn't had Angry Orchard in a long time. I know. Well, I remember that one time when, when my parents came over when we lived in Roxborough. And, and we were just sitting outside. Yeah, we were just out. sitting outside, just hanging out by the fire pit. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of the first times that we really like... Got the Angry Orchard and Fireball. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I yeah, got Yeah, you got so got sick wasted. from it. Yeah, yeah it was bad. Um, that was but funny. yeah, this is really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> There's more in here too. So. Oh, is there? Cool. Yeah, I didn't finish it off, so we can, we'll have seconds while we're talking if we want to. Nice. Um, so we, um, we put out a poll and everything. Actually, first off, um, we just need to give a shout out to Sam and Kaylee. Mm hmm. Um, it was my birthday this, this last, last week. Last week, yeah. And, um, and so we put, uh... What was the best was present it? your partner gave you? Or, yeah, what was the best... Gift that your gift partner your, ever... Gift your partner gave you. And we didn't mean, like, corny, like, well, I, the children we have is the best gift they ever gave me. We didn't mean <laughs> that. We meant, like, an actual materialistic gift. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and Kaylee shared... She actually shared the video and everything. Of, yeah, it was awesome. Was it for Valentine's Day? Yeah, it was for Valentine's Day this last he's, this past He Valentine's sent her Day. a singing quartet to yeah. work. Uh-huh. And so they surprised her and yeah, and uh, sang to her yeah. at work in front of everybody. That was so cute. Yeah, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this week we're going to be... We put out a poll and everything. Um, if your friends have inter- ever interfered with your relationship. Mm-hmm. And so most of, most everybody, except had, for one person. Yeah, we person, had one on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Only one person said no. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, yeah, it, <laughs> I know I've had friends interfere with my relationship. Uh, maybe not with you and I, but mm-hmm. um, it's definitely happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's one of those that 
I, I, I had even said when we posted, I don't think, I think that if guys take this, most guys are going to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one no was a guy. It was. Mm-hmm. But I, I wonder if it's, did you just miss it when they interfered? or Because what I thought of was just um, not really not really like somebody trying to steal my partner. So I don't know if that's how people took it, but just either out of jealousy that I wasn't spending time with them as much mm-hmm. or some of the qualities that we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. just being able to point back and be like, yeah, you know what? I, I had a friend or two pull some crap like that that, you know, tried to interfere with my relationship. Yeah. Um, and so I think most of us have had yeah. had that. I think my, my follow-up question, which we didn't ask and you won't know, is, well, are you still friends with them? Yeah. Or what did you do to correct it? Uh-huh. Or did it... Did was it a successful um, interference where you ended up? I mean, I don't know, we didn't ask. Have your friends ever ruined a relationship, mm-hmm. or even have your friends attempted to ruin a relationship? And I think interfering is different than trying to sabotage or ruin a relationship. Mm-hmm. But but it definitely can. Yeah, yeah it definitely can. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially if it's consistent. Yeah, I know that the friend that did interfere with my relationship, I'm not friends with her anymore. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it ruined our friendship. It, yeah. If, Anything. <laughs> yeah, if, if it gets pretty bad, something's going to give. You're either not going to be friends anymore or you're not going to be in a relationship anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's never... Somebody usually... There is a loss somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, and ultimately... Usually. Yeah, uh-huh. you, you... Depending on your investment in your relationship, chances are the relationship is going to move on without the friendship. Mm-hmm. And that's how it should be. Yeah. Oh, in most yeah. cases, I, unless it's unless you're talking like abuse or something like that. Yeah, unless you're in a really bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, we came up with a list of the friends that are hurting your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, we really we really weren't sure what to call the episode because yeah. we'd initially we're gonna kind of call it the company you keep, mm-hmm. which was just gonna kind of be a conversation about. Um, really your your inner circle and what that says about you. Yeah. But I think that becomes a little tough to narrow down on. Narrow down on and, like, narrow down on with just a relationship. Yeah. You know? It, without it carrying over into other aspects. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. then we were like, well, what else could we do that's kind of along those lines? And and the I guess the closest thing we've talked about to date about friendships was really the girls night guys night thing mm-hmm. right yeah yeah i think so so you'll see or you hear a couple of little similar elements to that but still just a pretty focused like you said a list mm-hmm. of and we were trying to like are these do we call them you know friends that are kryptonite yeah. relationship uh-huh. or right or is it just you know t- is it 10 friends or 10 types of friends you should avoid mm-hmm. while you're in a relationship or the 10 types of friends that can ruin your relationship or, or just a pain in the ass. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, and even before we get into it, most of these, this and what we looked at online and what we found, it's usually girls referring to other girls. Mm-hmm. It's not really guys. a guy thing. I mean, there is some. There is some that are that could include guys. And, yeah, and there's a couple that, yeah, definitely uh-huh. you, you could go both ways. Uh-huh. But. but most of them, I would say... We're going to pick on the girls <laughs> yeah. for most of this. Well, and I think a lot of people, we 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 tend to think that we're really good at juggling mm-hmm. and that we, we can have a really healthy balance between a work life 
a, a, a social life and a relationship life. And we've said it multiple episodes before, and yes, you can successfully juggle those, but you need to understand and recognize where the effort needs to be, mm-hmm. be put forth the most. And of course, from our perspective, it's always the relationship. The relationship. Yes. Um, and so at the, at the end of the day, when you look at it, and if you're dating, I don't give a rat's ass. Hang out with your friends and dump your boyfriend or girlfriend all you want. I, there's nothing vested there, so well, whatever. Unless you, do, unless you do think that it's going somewhere. Right. If you think it's going somewhere and you do have one of these friends, that's awful. And if you continue that friendship, even if it breaks up the bad relationship you're in now or the one you're not invested in or the one you're not prepared for... You need to at least have boundaries set up as you move forward because it could really negatively affect a good relationship that you can have down the road mm-hmm. um, if you don't kind of set it straight and and have those boundaries set up and you know and keep I'm not saying keep them separate but sometimes that you don't have to be involved in both at the exact same time all the time mm-hmm. um, but if you're not if you're not emotionally or whatever prepared to invest in your partner the way it should be to lead that relationship to the path of marriage, then choose your friends all day long. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Whatever. So the first friend that we're going to talk about is the friend that's always the third wheel, Mm -hmm. always there with you and your boyfriend or you and your spouse and just can't have a life of their own. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They tend to self-invite themselves yeah. or guilt guilt and guilty guilt the, and guilt the partner that's a friend with them into inviting them into everything uh-huh. um and it's awkward e- even if out of the three of you now if you are the friend doing this you should feel awkward but most of the time we see they're kind of oblivious to it they end up making and once again if it's two girls if it's a it's a, a married girl and her husband and then the girl friend uh-huh Usually the husband's the one that ends up feeling left out. Yes, that's true. He's the one that feels awkward. <laughs> he does. And it's like, okay. And he's I, like, geez, why don't you guys just date? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. you know. And, and so I think that that's one of the things we, we want to make sure that it's not it's not just watch out if you have one of these friends. If you are one of these friends. <laughs> yeah, stop you, you, doing yeah, you need it. Stop and mm-hmm. be aware of what you're doing and the negative impact because if you really truly care about your friend, you won't want to harm their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that that constant third wheel is is a good one. And and if you're allowing that to happen, just stop. I know it's okay to say no. This is just this is just our time. And when you say things like couples deserve alone time, that doesn't necessarily mean every night when it's time to go to bed. That means having fun together. That means going to the movies together. That means going to dinner together. Yeah. It, Excuse me. It doesn't always have to be, hey, we're going to go this. Well, let me go. Let me see what so-and-so is doing. They may want to go too. That's so irritating. Yeah. That's really irritating. I mean, I've, we've been in that situation before where, um, even like, even with my parents, Mm -hmm. my parents, we would, and it would, it wasn't like the, the, well, I guess it would have been the third wheel, but you know, we invite them to, or be the fifth wheel. Yeah. We invite them to do something. For the and, four of us to go do something together. Yeah, and then they would be like, oh, let me invite so-and-so. Yeah. I'm like, well, why? Why can't it just be? Yeah, or we'd be like, well, did you did you ask so-and-so to come too? And it's like, well, no, we asked you. Yeah. We asked you guys to go. Well, let, let me let me see what they're up to tonight too. And it's it was always kind of this, well, are, are we not good enough? Is, is our company or my company or your company not 
not good enough mm-hmm. for the evening, you know, or whatever it is. Yeah. And so there's there's that negative perception uh-huh. that comes along with it as well. I know. And that's one of the things if, if your partner, if your husband is like, hey, I've, I've, I've got plans for us this weekend. We're going to take a trip up to the mountains and... and <laughs> I know. Go for a hike and stay in a cabin. Oh well, so and so's off this weekend. Let me let me see and or in that third wheel could be that wounded bird third wheel. Well, she just went through a really bad breakup, and I don't want to leave her alone right now. So let's bring her. Oh God! You know, or some crap like that uh-huh. where you need to cut the cord. I mean, uh-huh. come on, really? Uh-huh. But that's where it ends up being this. Okay, well, I guess the. The nice, fun, little romantic plan we had for the weekend is shot because you have to bring your buddy. Yeah. And now I'm just going to take pictures of the two of you doing everything that I want to do with you all weekend. I, I know. You know? Yeah. And then, then it ends up being the, you know, well, I got us a cabin. Well, it's only got one bedroom. Well, you know, I don't want to leave her alone in the living room, so I'm going to, I'm just going to camp out there and we'll watch some girl movies. You go ahead and go to bed and get some good night's sleep. But the dude's like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, then that then that friend starts interfe- interfering with your sex life, too. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, mm-hmm. if you're not sleeping in the same bed with your partner and yeah. going on this supposed romantic getaway and then... Well, and we've, we've seen friends who were married who had their girlfriend come over for a sleepover. Yeah. Uh-huh. And stuff like that, which, once again, if... If, you know, your partner's out of town and you want some company or, you know, you're... Well, I, I can think of a couple of scenarios where I don't think that that would be an issue at all. Uh-huh. But for you to willingly want to drag someone into your alone time that you could have with your partner just for the sake of acting like you're 14 years old <laughs> is weird <laughs> to me. That is, that is weird. I mean, maybe I'm the odd one. I just think that's, that's just very odd. Uh-huh. I mean, I would, I would never call one of my friends and be like, hey man, we're going to do a <laughs> gonna do kung, kung fu movie night and camp out with pillows in the living room. Come on over. and Or, or like uh, um, light a fire outside and do marshmallows and stuff. And you can't put up camp- a tent in the, tent in the yeah. backyard. Yeah. You camp out old school. <laughs> now they talk about it, it sounds kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> For, scratch everything I just said. I'm doing a camp out next weekend with all my guy friends in the backyard. <laughs> I completely support this idea now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so the third wheel friend, if you're that friend, stop being the third wheel and recognize it. Recognize Mm -hmm. what you're doing, that you're you're hindering your partner or your (laughs) your friend's relationship with their partner. Odd numbers you never mix. No. uh -uh. Ever. You need an even number. And that even number could be another girlfriend in the mix just so the two single people are occupied. That's true. You know, because if you go to an amusement park, usually the husband's the one sitting there riding rides with a stranger while the, the, his wife or his girlfriend is riding with the friend. Uh-huh. You know, and it's just... Well, even that's weird, though. Like, I don't know. Because it's like, why would two single people want to be hanging out with a married couple? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's another conversation. Get your own damn man, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the next one on our list is the attention hog friend. Yes. And this, and you'll see that most of these can connect. Yeah, And it could all be the same person. And, and more than likely, it, it is, is the same person. person. Yeah, But the attention hog is that, and, and I think you could have lots of stuff. It could be that, that drama queen mm-hmm. that's, you know, always like, oh my God, we... I need to talk right now. Right? Yeah. I need my bestie. Come over and yeah, crying calls crying. Yeah, and 
and everything. And mm-hmm. they just got in a fight with their husband. And yeah, and and the attention hog doesn't have to be single. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. You you it could it a lot of times if it's that if it is that person that's always wanting to talk to you on the phone and always wanting to you know, have personal conversations with you, it's because they don't have the support system set up in their own relationship uh-huh. where they have their dating some deadbeat, ineffective, or, you know, what am I trying to say? I don't know, whatever. Uh, a partner that doesn't, inattentive mm-hmm. partner that isn't good to talk to or doesn't listen, and so they're always calling you to have that conversation with. And it's like, you know, dump that shit on your partner. You don't always call me and unload. Um, especially when you have somebody that should be there. Yeah. Because that person does have someone that can be there, usually. Mm-hmm. And so that, but that attention hog could be that drama stuff. It could always just be, <laughs> it's always something. Right. Um, and I think that sometimes you'll, you'll see that as in social settings, the, you know, if, if you, <laughs> if you go to a party together, with you and your partner, and then the friend shows up, you know, she's climbing on her lap and wants to, you know, just, it's almost like there's some kind of sense of jealousy mm-hmm. that... That the attention hog has. The attention hog wants everybody to know that her and her girlfriend are the best of friends mm-hmm. and could care less if her friend is married or not. Yeah, uh-huh. And, and so you tend to see that in social situations. Yeah. Um and you know whether it's always the selfie stuff or you know it's at a party and they're only taking photos of like them with their girlfriend and yeah you know had such a blast last night and it was like oh do you have a girl's night no there was all kinds of couples there but I was just I love her so much that's who (laughs) I spent all my time with all night you know yeah I know well and she's the she is the friend that is at the party and she's alone or, well, I guess a single friend could be alone, and she's, like, I don't know, going around, like, trying to invade on other people's conversations mm. and other couples. Right. Or is the the girl that's like, oh, I don't think I look good in a bikini, and then... To the married guy. To the married guy, and then this dumbass married guy says, oh, <laughs> I think you look great in a bikini. bikini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> but... Yeah, so you freaking attention whores, don't freaking do it. Yeah, don't knock do it off. that. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, and I guess we are like picking on the girls. Yeah, because um, you don't really see that with guys. I don't think so. You don't see guys come to a party and be like, "Yeah, I came stag. Come on, fellas, <laughs> let's go outside and you know whatever." I don't know. Yeah, because I think most guys aren't. Like that, trying no. to get that attention. Yeah. And, you know, if you are a man whore or whatever, like, they usually are, try to be like the bad boy, and mm-hmm. where girl, girls can be like, oh, I don't like him, but they do like him. Right. Uh, the next one on our list is <clears throat> the smack-talking friend. So this friend, I mean... Is always talking about bad about your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, talking. Well, I, I, yeah, I think that a lot of it probably starts. It, it could be something as simple as when you're like, "What do you think of my new boyfriend? Um, he's all right, but I don't know if I trust him yet." Yeah, you know, uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, what do you think of my boyfriend? Um, I don't know yet. Uh, we need. I I looked him up on Facebook. 
and I saw this or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I think that there's, there's an ill intent there to where I think a lot of it's driven out of jealousy uh-huh. of you're going to lose your friend. Yeah. Um, and so you're just always trying to find a way to, I don't know if I'd say put the other, you know, it's not because it's not really putting them down of this level. It, it's really just trying to build a distrust between your friend and their new partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether it's, you know, and, and I don't know if this happened, but I, I, I look back at when I got divorced of, you know, that opens the door for whether it was your friends or family to say, well, yeah, but he he got divorced for a reason. Yeah. Well, I did hear people say that. To yeah. Me. And they said, you know, oh, well, there's always, you know, three Two sides, sides yeah, to three every side, story. Yeah, yeah. His, hers, and the truth. And I don't know. I, I was, it was irritating hearing mm-hmm. that. From that type yeah. of person. Well, and what what happens whenever people start doing that, you, you usually end up taking it as you don't even give me enough common courtesy to make my own decisions. You just think I'm a bad decision maker. Now, mm-hmm. granted, there are plenty of people out there that suck at picking good partners. Mm-hmm. So maybe some of this is warranted. Right, <laughs> right. Uh-huh. But more times than not, they need to figure that out on their own. They don't need any coaxing from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, if you're talking about something severe like an abusive relationship, then yes, yeah, of course. say but, something. But if you're just worried that you're going to lose your friend or you're worried that you're not going to be able to, you know, well, we're, we're supposed to do a girl's trip to Vegas next next fall. And, and if you're dating him now and you're still together, you're going to cancel, you know, or whatever it is. I know. Quit worrying about that's a very selfish approach yeah. to keep your friend from being happy and with somebody that's going to take care of them. Uh-huh. Um, but that, that smack talking stuff really, it, I don't really know what they think it's going to accomplish because I don't know if a partner's ever been like, oh yeah, you know what? You're right. I listened. My girlfriend said this about you and and I, I'm she's right, so we're done. I know. You I know, wonder so, so if I there is yeah. friends that really take that advice and go mm-hmm. with it. I know that, I mean, obviously you take, like I did, I took, I didn't take their advice. Right. And I, I guess, knew that you were telling the truth mm-hmm. about your, your relationship or whatever. Um, but yeah, and I think that, so... With the smack-talking friend, it kind of leads into the next one, Mm -hmm. which is the insulting friend. Yep. And so the insulting friend is always insulting not only... There's two. Yeah, not only... They could be insulting your partner. Mm -hmm. Whether it's looks or intelligence or something. Or they could be insulting you in front of your partner. Yep. And we we have dealt with this. Yes. so much. Someone close to you. Yes. That every chance she got to <clears throat> insult you in front of me, she did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be things that happened 15, 20 years ago just to try to make any attempt to make you look bad uh-huh. in front of me. Yeah. And it never resulted in me being mad at you. Uh-huh. It just resulted in me not wanting to be around her uh-huh. because, or us to be around her because there was an obvious inferiority complex where they couldn't have just a natural conversation about other topics. It had to ultimately result in either making it look like, you know, whether it was you had this over the hill celebrity crush on someone Mm -hmm. or that you had done something 
that would, you know, make me think you weren't this innocent person yeah. or something like that. And, and that's, that could be very damaging uh-huh. to someone. Um, yeah, it really could. Cause then, you know, the, the partner's wheels start turning and they're like, geez, mm-hmm. is she really? Well, and then, and then even the stuff that was, was bullshit and you were like that is not true she Mm -hmm. was so adamant that it was yes it was Uh and and got so defensive that it's like a why does it matter and and b i know the only reason you're doing this is because you're trying to make her look bad in front of me Uh uh-huh so just quit i know well do you think do you think that that type of person does purposely do that i think so you do And, and it's not just like it just comes up type thing you know? No, because you have to look for the opportunity to interject that type of opinion. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I mean, I, I I don't know if I would say that it's not that this, okay, tonight we're getting together. What can I come up with to say bad about her? But it's being very opportunistic and, and identifying what points they can open their big mouth to say something negative about the person that they're mm-hmm. going to insult. Yeah. Um, and if the person that they're with is has trust issues or has, you know, insecurities or whatever you want to put on there, it could be very, very damaging, especially mm-hmm. if you say the wrong thing or share too much of a story. I mean, there's there's certain stuff. And the funny thing was, was we saw a mutual friend do this to that individual mm-hmm. at one point yeah. and she flipped because uh-huh. she couldn't handle her yeah. couldn't handle her own medicine. Uh-huh. Um, so that was kind of funny. Yeah, that was. I know. It that was she like, finally got a piece like of her own. Piece of her own. Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, that that's just you know, and I, and I think guys can tend to do that to one another. It yeah, just I think so kind too. of poking fun or, or taking a jab at them, but it, uh-huh. it could it hurts your feelings yeah. when it happens. Uh-huh. Um, so you know, I, th- I think that that's I mean, you should once again a, a true friend. But what I said when it happened was if she's got the balls to say that type of stuff in front of you and to you in front of me, what the hell is she saying behind your back? I know. And and that's what you really have to kind of Uh consider and look at. Um, That's very true. I know. Well, and yeah, there's the the friend that makes fun of your spouse or like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I know that one of my old friends would do that about the guys that I would date and stuff and mm-hmm. and say, um, ah, oh, why are you with him? Like he has ugly teeth or right. and stuff like that. Um so it's not it's not necessarily just um what the, what am I trying to say? It's not necessarily just talking about me or, you know, just... Well, yeah, I mean, you yeah. said that they can insult your partner uh-huh. or you. Right. And so, but the insults of the partner, it, it falls very much in line with the talking smack thing. Well, mm-hmm. I think the talking smack is, like I said, I think that's more of a trying to build a barrier of distrust between the relationship and not the friendship. Mm-hmm. The more childish way is to try to point out their flaws mm-hmm. that aren't, yeah, that are more, true. yeah, either mm-hmm. social or physical type of flaws uh-huh. that somebody has. And I think that that's, that's something you have to watch out for because, you know, it can hurt somebody's feelings. It can create an issue. It can cause resentment. And more likely than not, 
if the relationship succeeds, the friendship is going to deteriorate because of the negative things you said. And once your partner finds out what this person is saying, they don't want to hang out with them. So if they're the third wheel, you just cured that because Mm -hmm. the partner's going to be like, get get out of here. We're not hanging. I don't want her over here. She's (laughs) always making fun of me. Yeah, I know. know? I know. I know that there was one time that I was the person that made fun of um, one of my friend's boyfriends. And and then they ended up getting married. And I feel awful to this day yeah. about well, it. Because she probably remembers the time that um, you were like, why are you with him? He's so ugly. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, now we're married with kids and all that. And yeah. I feel horrible for that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, and that's the thing. Even coming from that perspective, you there's nothing you're going to say or do that can take it back. Uh-huh. Especially when it comes to looks. Because you, you're, you're not going to lie and be like, you know, I was wrong. He's really attractive because... <laughs> He's not. We all know he's ugly. Yeah. And so I think that that's, you can't do that. So it's just like, it goes back to elementary school. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know. I know. Yeah, not, um, if you can't say anything yeah. nice, say all these nice lies. Yeah, yeah make up a bunch <laughs> of nice lies about somebody. Yeah. Um, so I guess moving on, the next one is the friend that gives bad advice. Um, I mean, the, all kinds of different Bad advice. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and you have to watch... I think the... Once again, really watch who you take advice from. Mm-hmm. Um, and understand that good, bad, whatever advice it is, it comes from different sources based on very personal experiences. Mm-hmm. And whether you look very generalistically at somebody that has been divorced and talks very ill about marriage, purely... Well, not not all marriages are bad. Not all marriages are going to end in divorce. Not all marriages are going to end in a guy losing half of his stuff and and all of that stuff. But they've went through that, and they hate women, mm-hmm. and they hate the thought of marriage, and they feel that everybody's making a mistake that does it. Well, that's not somebody you should ever ask any advice for no. when it comes to relationships uh-uh. because they're too tainted from a really bad experience. Mm-hmm. But. That doesn't mean you should ask and get advice from someone that's never been married either because right. they don't have any of those experiences. And so I think being very careful with who you, whose advice you listen to because everybody wants to spout off what they think about everything nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can't relate to their personal experiences, don't listen to their advice. I know. Or don't take it. Well, and that's the thing is like even not – I guess this is going off of topic, but – like with fitness, mm-hmm. for me with fitness, it's it's been kind of it's been frustrating at times, where people are. Some of my friends they'll be like, "Oh, I'm doing this new diet, blah blah blah," and or they won't even like ask me for advice, yeah. even though like I've been through it, mm-hmm. and I've, they just start to go out on their own. And yeah, try they go to- out on their own, or they get another friend that's not in shape or mm-hmm. anything and they ask them for right. advice yeah and it's like why would you ask them for advice when mm-hmm. i could give you good advice right same thing goes for a relationship right and you know people don't i don't know i don't know if people don't ask people that um that could give good advice because they don't want to hear the truth i think that's it yeah or, or what? Well, and it's like we've said about the normal marriage. People people want to feel validated in their bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And so they only want to talk to other people that have made the same bad decision. 
and not even somebody that made the bad decision and came out on the other end in a good situation. It's like, oh, you're currently in a shit relationship, so what should I do about my current shit relationship? Yeah. Instead of somebody that has been through an awful relationship and is now in a good relationship, that's who you should talk to. Yeah. But the bad advice friend can come from different places. It could be that that person that is sour on relationships. It could, and so every time you get in a fight, they say, oh, dump him. <laughs> dump him. Let's yeah. just dump him and we can move to Dallas and become Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders together. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like, no, that's not what you should be listening to. Or, or there's that common theme where the advice may be, you, you are going through something where you just want to vent. And you say, oh my gosh, you know, well, he did this. And then you make a bigger deal out of it. Oh, he did what? Oh my God. If so-and-so did that, I would leave him. Yes. <laughs> and that's another thing that people have to watch out for uh-huh. is how they... Gi- if you're the one giving advice, don't give advice that you wouldn't take uh-huh. or that you wouldn't do yourself. And I think sometimes we tend to go to the extremes. Like, what are you putting up with that for? I wouldn't put up. I tell, but when you tell somebody to say A, B, C, and D, they may go back and say all that. Uh-huh. Well, you wouldn't have done that, and that's not the best route to go. Um, and you just created problems. Mm-hmm. And so you, you have to watch out how you give the advice mm-hmm. and really look at it like, well, what would you do in the situation? Mm-hmm. Um, and take it from there. But you know, be careful about who you're getting that from. Look at their situation. Look at their past history. Look at... The decisions that they've made. I mean, you know, you use fitness, but I, I always refer to money for a lot of that yeah. stuff. Don't ask somebody that's not a millionaire how to save money to be a millionaire. Don't ask somebody that's trying to save money to be a millionaire. Ask somebody that's already done it and has been a millionaire for the last 10 years. I know. And, and I think that we, we don't look at it that way. And I don't know if it's intimidating to talk to those people. Yeah, is it, is it like they get scared and they're... They're like, well, I don't want them to judge me because mm-hmm. they're going to think I'm a dumbass for right. you know, dealing with this or putting up with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, just freaking ask for it. Yeah. And, and it's a good damn thing that we have a podcast, everybody, so we can give you all this good advice. <laughs> <laughs> so here well, you go. I, well, and I, th- I think you really hit on it when you, when you said that um, they don't ask because they don't want to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that that's a big piece of it um, is, you know, if you've, you know, stuff we've talked about. If you've been with somebody that's that's a cheater and a liar and a loser and just an all-around horrible person, yes, you should not be in that relationship flat out. But they don't want to hear that. They want to hear pray and pray and God will show you the way mm-hmm. and... And you need to just gut it out, and this is a test. And if you do this and you invest all that, they'll come around, and you know they'll replicate your behavior. If you well, no, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. It's not. You've got a dud. You've wasted X amount of years of your life. Cut your losses and get out of there, and go find a good partner. Yeah. Um, now, that's not the advice for everything, <laughs> but people that are in those situations, they already know what they should do. Uh-huh. You know, and, and you use fitness and I use money. It's the same thing. You get somebody that's morbidly obese. What do I need to do? Well, you know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Quit eating so much and get active. Mm-hmm. There's no secret recipe to it. Mm-hmm. Don't eat the crap you're eating. Don't drink the amount of beer you're drinking. And don't sit on your ass as much as you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
you don't do those three things, guess what, genius? You're going to lose weight. Yeah. And it's the same thing when <laughs> it comes exactly to... What I, that's yeah. what I did. I stopped drinking beer. <laughs> but they want to hear, well, there's this new fad diet where you can eat 2,500 calories in a five-hour window and eat anything you want and... You know, that will drink it. I read an article that said drinking beer every day is good for you. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and they want to hear that crap, not the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it, it is that way with anything and everything that we know we're, we're faulting in, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a relationship or fitness or finances or, you know, our job or, or whatever it is. I mean, people talk about their personal or their professional careers. Well, what do I need to do to get a promotion? Well, you can't call off of work every other week. <laughs> You can't keep showing up late every other day. Mm-hmm. You can't keep, you know, taking vacation. You can't keep not doing your job. I mean, you know what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You're just not doing it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's where the asking for advice kind of comes in. Uh-huh. But, you know, really watch out who who's giving that advice. And, you know, and give the good yeah. advice. And if you're the advice giver, give good advice. Yeah. yeah. So the next one on the list is the friend that is the influencer. Yep. This is that uh, if you are an individual that has a repressed Frank the Tank or... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Frank the Tank. Or Bree mode. Yeah. You don't want that friend that is always trying to get you to be that crazy wild party animal. Uh Uh-huh. If you've got that in check and you can control it, that's the way you should... You're so much cooler when you drink. We need a drink. Yeah. And stuff like that. The people that are trying to force feed you shots and do things like that. You you got you gotta get crazy. We gotta Frank the yeah. Tank. But if if you have that person that is is and I think we use that as the example, but there's just an overall bad influence. Mm-hmm. Um you, you tend to have a lapse in judgment when you're around them. You you don't make the best decisions. You don't you know you, you you don't be the best partner you should be when they're around. Mm-hmm. Um, you tend to, you know, drink more or party more or flirt more or whatever that is. Um, that's a bad influence. And if you really want to succeed in your relationship and move forward in your relationship, that's going to be a huge distraction that's going to hinder you. You need to get rid of that friend. Yeah, that friend needs to be out of your out of the picture. Yeah, I know. Uh, I had I had that friend when I was younger, and I th- you would think that it was it only happens when you're younger, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. It's not that. I mean, of course, I grew up and I don't talk to that friend anymore. Right. But I know that so many people still have that that type of friend in their yeah, life. Yeah, and it's like. You think that, oh, well, you know, she's a bad influence or he's a bad influence. That that should only be said when you're a teenager. Right. Not yeah. when you're an adult. Right. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think that, that it from the, it, when you look, and once again, I'll take it in the stereotype we're going at. If you've got a friend that's a girl, a partner that's a girl, and then her boyfriend or husband. As the boyfriend or husband... That's a very slippery slope to be like, I don't want you hanging out with her anymore because she's a bad influence. Because the your partner now takes that as, well, you think I'm too childlike to monitor my own behaviors? It's like, well, uh, yeah, <laughs> because I had to pick you both up from the bar last weekend and you were both 
hammered. Yeah, don't you know, remember or, anything. Or whatever that was. Um, and so, you know, you, you need to be aware that that person's a bad influence on you. But, but it's put your partner in a very odd situation because they're kind of like trying to pull you away from them and you're clinging on to this, this you know, bad influence and kryptonite to your relationship and, and cancerous type of individual for I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And, and if you feel so close with that person that the things we've talked about before, you can be yourself. I mean, if, if you're you yourself as a party out, idiot, slutty, hoary, flirty <laughs> mess, then don't be in a relationship, period. Right. Just be single with this other single monstrosity of a woman mm-hmm. and go do stuff with her. I know. Don't drag some poor guy along for the ride who wants to be in a dedicated relationship, but you're still trying to get some kind of repressed angst and feelings out because, you know, you had to grow up oh so quick because you, you know, either got married too young the first time or you got knocked up too young or whatever that excuse is. Mm-hmm. And now you're trying to reclaim your youth because your your single friend is living the party life and you feel like you're missing out on something. Yeah. Just be single and go do that. Yeah. Don't drag somebody into that mess with you. Right. Uh-huh. I know. Well, that goes... I get that goes into the next one that we have on our list pretty well, and that is the pilot. The pilot. Yeah. So we've all heard the wingman. The wingman, yeah. But who's the wingman help? Right. It's the, the pilot. pilot. The pilot of the other plane. <laughs> and you don't want, you should not, if you're in a good, dedicated relationship, whether you're married or not, you should not be their wingman. Mm-hmm. And that's something that. No, gosh, Pe- no. People tend to think it's an innocent thing. Well, I'm not trying to hook up. I'm just their wingman. Well, you're you're running some high risks of bad shit going to happen yeah. if you continually do that. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Well, I I know some people that have um have used Tinder and stuff like that for their friend so they can find out which guys are good looking. You know, <laughs> so they set up a a fake account. Or... Oh, I don't know if they set up a fake account, but or they use their friend's account and the, and she's like, "Hey, pick guys for me." Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the boyfriend found out and was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you shouldn't be messing with that at no, all. That's shouldn't. ridiculous. Uh-huh. And, and, and that is a form of a wing or a, yeah, you're yeah, playing wingman. Wing yeah, uh-huh. you're playing wingman right there. Um, and I think that that's what, you know, people try to put this innocent spin on it. Like it's not that big of a deal. Well, it is. And if you're sitting there saying, well, I've been the wingman or wingwoman multiple times and I've never been hit on. Well, I hate to break it to you. You're not a wingman or wingwoman. You're a grenade. <laughs> and if you're in a relationship, somebody else already hopped on that grenade and you've already exploded. So right. don't worry about that. <laughs> you ugly. You ugly. <laughs> Seth. <laughs> But but I think that that's, once again, the, the, the partner that is left behind and all that gets territorial or defensive and is like, what are you doing? You mm-hmm. can't, why do you always have to go out with her? And if you find yourself, if you're trying to, you know, rationalize this or grasp it or whatever or argue or whatever you want to do, if you find yourself defending your friend all the time, for their actions or accusing your partner of not trusting you because of what you're doing and the actions that you're taking with your friends. Well, yeah, and yeah, well, I she can do whatever she wants. I'm faithful to you. Yeah. 
It's like, well, if you really trusted me, you wouldn't have a problem with me going anywhere right. with her. Uh-huh. Well, that, that has nothing to do with it. I think I've used the seatbelt thing before. Oh, yeah. But it's the same type of analogy. I mean, you you are putting, you are inviting issues and risks into your relationship by doing that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't care, then don't care and be single. But if you do care about your relationship or you do care about your current partner, your future partner, you have to curb that behavior. It's not your responsibility to get your friend laid. It's not your responsibility to help her find a good man. Yeah. And chances are she's not going to anyway because she's Cause a piece of shit. she's not a catch. Yeah. yeah. She's not a catch anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, and so the next Fucking one. Fucking bitches, man. <laughs> Fucking bitches. <laughs> the next one is the liar. Yeah, the liar. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that when you, I mean, lying is, is (laughs) no matter what type of relationship, friendship, marriage, partnership, whatever, lying is completely unacceptable. But if you have that friend that lies about anything, but I guess for, for the context of today, when they lie about stuff they don't have to lie about, Mm -hmm. or they will lie to protect themselves over you, that's what you really need to watch out for. Yeah. And I know we we had a situation where um, we were friends with somebody that was actively cheating. Mm-hmm. And the concern was they were we knew they were going to get caught. It was going to happen mm-hmm. because they were just so awful at trying to get away with it. And we were trying to distance ourselves but we knew we were running the risk that they would lie about whatever situation, not intentionally to throw you under the bus, but to save their own ass mm-hmm. of, you know, whatever that could be. And I don't want to give a lot of detail into it, but if you have a friend that, you know, when push comes to shove, they're going to, their self-preservation switch is going to kick on and they'll lie and backpedal or whatever they can to keep themselves straight. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not somebody that's loyal. No. And that's not somebody that throw has you under the bus. Yeah. And that's not somebody that has your best interest in mind at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to watch out for that. And, and a lot of those people lie about things they don't have to lie about. I know. Um, or if you find them, we've seen it before where, you know, the husband asks the wife, well, what'd you guys do last night? And the wife has no intention of lying to the husband, but then the friend lies about what they did. Yeah. Oh, well, we just we just went and had some wine, and then we, we caught a movie and came back. Yeah, when really they went to, they went to the a club. bar yeah. or something. And if the wife would have told the husband anyway, like... Or even, <laughs> what if the, what if the like, wife did tell the husband earlier mm-hmm. what they did, and then... Now the friend lied about it, and then now the husband thinks that the wife is lying. Right, yeah, who's telling the truth? Yeah. Yeah. And then that, yeah, that brings up the question mm-hmm. for the husband, like, well, what the fuck? Who, yeah. who is telling the truth? Are you lying? Is she lying? And another thing with the liar is it doesn't have to be a lie. It could be secrets and hiding. If you, and I know we, we've spent a lot of time kind of referencing that this is somebody single, but if you have that married friend that's like, oh... Don't don't tell Tom about what we did tonight. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell Well, you can't tell your husband because Tom will find out. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we supposed to do? Well, we all have to come up with a story. 
Well, or that, or even, yeah, yeah, having your friends lie for you, too, mm-hmm. and, like, having them, like, your husband call for, call your job, and you left early, and then you tell everybody to tell... Yeah, don't let him know that I left that early. I left early. Right. Just say that I'm somewhere else, or I'm mm-hmm. in the bathroom. It's like, well, why? Yeah. Why are you lying to your Yeah, husband? why do you want us to lie for you? For something... Yeah, you should never lie for anybody. Yeah, something so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Something that you don't have to lie about. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, so the liar just... <laughs> don't freaking... Just tell the truth. Yeah. The truth is always better. And if, if you have a friend that you know is lying to their partner or lying to other people... What do you think they're doing to you? You're not that special that they're not lying to you as mm-hmm. well. And and that's where you, people tend to think, well, I'm so special. I know they wouldn't do that to me. Mm-hmm. Well, you're an idiot because they're lying to you as well. Mm-hmm. Whether they're lying to you to get their point across, whether they're lying to you to make you feel guilty so you'll drag them along to be the third wheel or all the stuff we've talked about. A liar is a liar. They don't pick and choose. They're just a flat-out liar. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've heard them lie, you've seen them lie, or you've caught them lying, they're doing the same thing to you. I know. Um, and somebody that has to constantly cover their tracks is somebody that's not trustworthy in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And so I think even using, you know, untrustworthy may be a better title than just a liar. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people demonstrate that. And those are things that have to be earned and if you're going along with it, you're you're just as guilty as them. I know. And when you both get caught, you're both liars. Yeah. I mean, it's... You're it, both going down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is the newly single friend. This one is so freaking toxic. Yep. Yeah, this is awful. And we've seen firsthand the domino effect of somebody in a bad relationship gets divorced mm-hmm. or splits up and then they start to drag other relationships down with them. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will present this with, if you were in a strong relationship in the first place, you don't have to worry about the single friend Yeah, because you're, you're your, with partner, your partner. Yeah. Your partner's going to choose important. you over the friend anyway. Right. So you don't have anything to worry about, mm-hmm. but if you're on the border, you have an iffy or, you know, um, kind of up and down relationship, single friends of your usually once again wife <laughs> mm-hmm. is is going to be a huge problem. Um, and I guess it could go for guys as well. I just I'm picking on the girls again because I, I just I haven't. Well, have I you? have seen that. Uh-huh. I just didn't participate with it. Right. I had I had a guy who was in the military with it became single. Pretty quickly, and he became party animal and wanted everybody to go with him. Well, he was the—he was now the only single guy like in the group, and the rest of us were like, "Dude, we can't go do that." I mean, we're we're married, and and then it was like, "Oh, you guys are a bunch of pussies," and this is exactly why I got divorced. My, I don't have a wife. Tell me what to do now. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I, I take that back. Guys are just as guilty. Uh-huh. Uh, this, I guess, I just hadn't in recent history. Seen recent, yeah, that yeah. was fifteen years ago. Uh-huh. So, but I think that probably a lot of people have seen this, mm-hmm. though. Probably from both sides, too. Yeah, huh? have seen this happen, and 
if someone is, if someone becomes single or gets divorced or whatever, it sucks. But and sometimes you know the friend will be like, well, they really need me, you mm-hmm. know, because they just got out of a relationship and you know they want me to be there for them. But that's not what you should do. Right. Well, and and that's where you you have to maintain that balance and. One of the things that you see happen is these girls that get out of marriages really start boasting about how great single life is. And it creates, and somebody that's not in a great, in a strong relationship, it creates doubt. Well, what am I missing out on? Well, she seems happier now than she did the entire time when she was married. Well, she probably is because she was in an awful marriage. Right. So, yes, she is happy. But would you be happy? Um... And, and maybe, I, and maybe you, you would. would, yeah, maybe you would, <laughs> but you you need to make that decision mm-hmm. of well, are you going to invest time mm-hmm. with the newly single girl that wants to take the girls' trips and the road trips and hit the bar every weekend and go to girls' night and get free drinks, or are you going to invest in your relationship? And once again, like I said at the beginning, if you aren't if you aren't mature enough or ready or prepared to invest in that relationship, then dump him by all means. Go out and. Live your life and have fun and make some mistakes and be stupid again, whatever you want to do. But you're not allowed to complain about being single once you make that decision. I know. That was your choice. And as soon as that single friend isn't single anymore, relationship's going to be the biggest thing in their life. Uh And you just got duped. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, I like you said before, I have seen the absolute domino effect Mm -hmm. where... It affected one person to the next to the next, mm-hmm. and hopefully doesn't continue to right. affect more relationships because of that. Because mm-hmm. of the one, the start of the one. Yeah, the, the, the yeah, the very first one that tips over, mm-hmm. and and I think it does start like you said from from a pretty sincere place of well, they need me. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for her. She's going through this. Let me take her out to dinner or whatever, and then it kind of forms into ham ready to get back out there but i don't know where to go mm-hmm. and i don't know how to do this on my own and, and then you turn into the wingman yeah and, and then she you turns get into the convinced pilot. into the wingman yeah and then you're the wingman multiple times and then it's well hey we've been wingman at the local places let's take a road trip and the crop of single guys here isn't that great but i heard this great place hours away let's go check that out and then you're then you're the wing woman there. Yeah. And then she turns into the influencer friend. Yep. <laughs> and then she's like, why are you with him? And, uh-huh. and look how happy I am single. So then you're single. And then you become the pilot for somebody else who's in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just kind of a, a bad cycle that it is. Uh, you just don't need to expose yourself to. Um, especially if you're in that kind of up and down, maybe not so secured in the future type of relationship these are things that when you're navigating the the dating world of deciding if you want to commit to someone and one of the things you tend to see and i was just kind of it's in line with what we're talking about but it's not necessarily part of the list mm-hmm. is you'll see these girls that are falling into this going out with the girlfriends all the time and the guy's like trying to put his foot down a little bit but he doesn't he, as soon as he starts to say he's got a problem with it, he's told he's controlling mm-hmm. and that he needs to back off and that she, I don't tell you who you can spend time with, so you don't tell me. And, and so they're like, okay, okay. 
And then for some reason, their solution is, well, maybe I should propose. If I can lock her down. Oh, my gosh. Then she won't do that. Well, Dude. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, don't do that. If, if A classless woman is a classless woman, whether they have a ring on or not. Mm-hmm. And somebody that's constantly and willingly wanting to go hit the meat markets has no class. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to marry that person in the first place. And so don't. Mm-hmm. But that's something that you tend to see guys do is they make that dumb decision. Like, well, I, you know, I found this, this wild bucking Bronco. If I can just put my brand on her, at least everybody knows she's mine. And yeah. it's like, no, don't do that at all. Just open that shoot and let her go. <laughs> just freaking go find somebody else that has the same type of goals and mindsets and wants a similar relationship that you do. I know. Now, I'm referring to people dating. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've seen this effect. I mean, one of the things I think I talked about in the other ones that happened in my last marriage was, and this is kind of where we wanted to go initially with the company you keep and talk about the influencers mm-hmm. and the liars and things like that. But, um, you know, some people are very, very influenced by their surroundings and the friends that they have in their circle. And one of the things that I, I went through, once again, not regrettably, because it ended up great for me because we got together, but my ex-wife ended up becoming friends with a group of women that were all on their second marriages. Mm-hmm. And their stories resonated with her and what they did, and now they they seemed oh so happy mm-hmm. on their, you know, their second marriages. Um that I know that that had a lot to play with her thought process of right. now I'm older, maybe I need to try this again with mm-hmm. somebody else that's older and, you know, and then I guess to be determined if people make the same mistake twice or not. Right. I don't know how any of those people are doing right. in their relationships, but you tend to see what other people are doing and uh, especially for, for women and it becomes a, a big piece of influence on the decisions they should make and the type of relationships they should pursue. Mm-hmm. So I think those are things you really have to watch out for. But the the single friend, I think that when you look at how, I mean, and, and you know, even not picking on the girls, I mean, taking, taking the guy, if you look at it from the perspective, if you're a girl looking at, you know, if, you're, if one of your guy's really best friends just became single and all he wants to do is go to the strip clubs all the time and, would you really want your husband doing that? Would um, you want your husband playing wingman? No. I'm one hell of a wingman. I could probably do it. Right? No. <laughs> <laughs> but. And all of your guy friends know damn well that that ain't going to happen because you're in a good relationship and you love me. Because you're controlling. And <laughs> you won't let me off the leash. Yeah. <laughs> Ball and chain. <laughs> but I think that you have to look at it from. One of the things I, I'm still continually amazed at as as I get older and, you know, and, and I see other what you think are functioning adults, they don't look at it from the perspective of how would I feel if they were doing this to me. That's the biggest thing that we always look at yeah. for, for everything. And that's one of the things that keeps us on the same page mm-hmm. and keeps us from fighting and keeps us from drifting and keeps us connected is we are very aware of what the other person or how even selfishly, well, how would I feel if I was doing to her what, or if she was doing to me what I'm doing to her? Mm-hmm. 
And so many people don't look at it that no. way. Well, I never thought about that before. How the hell have you... I mean, you've got to be very <laughs> self-involved to, yeah, not, very. to not think about that. Uh-huh. And, and I think that you could look at almost anything we've talked about. Well, I mean, not even just today, but other topics. If you go back to the can guys and girls be friends... Well, if you're a girl that has a really close guy friend and you don't think anything's going on, how would you really feel if your man was in the same position? Yeah. You know, and same thing with this. If you've got that girlfriend that you just have to go to the club with, you have to go to the stupid-ass concerts with, you have to pal around with all the time. Yeah, how would you feel if you had... Yeah, if, if your, your husband husband's... was ditching you to go play guy time all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, how would you feel about that? Mm-hmm. And once again, if you say, well, fine, I wish he would... Because I want my own life and he should have his, okay. then be single. <laughs> then you guys shouldn't be together. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking bitches. Fucking bitches. <laughs> the last one that we have on our list for the day. Oh, I thought that was the last no. one. No. That was my mic drop. <laughs> now I've got to talk more. Now you got to talk more. Okay. <laughs> Is the cheater. Oh, yeah. The cheater. And of course, the cheater. I think the liar and the cheater kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah, yeah. If you've got that, that, and this, this is universal, guys, girls, whatever. Um, this is something I dealt with very regularly in the military, mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where it, it was, it was a. I don't know if I'd say delicate balance, but I didn't want to get drawn into their crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was, I don't know if I'd say forced, but I, I was in positions where I was with these guys that we were on the road, we were doing our job, we had to travel, we had to go do all, it's not that we loaded up and did a guy's trip to Vegas together mm-hmm. and everybody cheated. It was, we were there for business purposes, but you know, we would go have a drink or a meal or something afterwards and people would actively try to cheat or be successful and cheat and and it was always very uncomfortable because I didn't want any part of it. And as soon as I started seeing that going on, you know, I would either distance myself or say something very outlandish to keep people from <laughs> hitting on me or, or being thrown into that, that same group. But we, we tend to see people have the same excuses, whether it's the liar or the single friend or, or whatever it is that, well, if you should trust me, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what they do. But if you have a married friend or another friend that's in a relationship and they are trying to cheat or will cheat or can be influenced to cheat, I don't think it's necessarily contagious, but you're putting yourself in a situation where you have to justify someone else's actions to clear your own name. Mm -hmm. And you're guilty by association. Yeah. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. You are guilty by association. And yeah, because if I had a friend that was cheating on her husband, and I, co- I come home and I tell you mm-hmm. that I was hanging out with her, and she cheated on him, what, how does that make you feel? Yeah, well, I'm not going to want you going with out that, with her ever with again. With that type of person. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I think that that's, that that's something that, that people... And once again, we're the we're the type of couple that anytime somebody says, "No, don't tell anyone," mm-hmm. we immediately tell, tell each, each other. other. <laughs> um, and I know that there's most couples do that, mm-hmm. but if you're really that person that won't tell your partner about what your friend has done, you have just shown where your priorities are. Yeah. Um, and I know that's very he said she said sewing circle. 
gossip kind of crap, but... But your partner should be your best friend. Yeah, you should be able to confide that stuff mm-hmm. in your partner. And if you have that that uh, that guilty by association type of friend that, you know, is hooking up all the time. And and once again, what, what level of cheating is acceptable? Mm-hmm. You know, are you talking sex? Are you talking, yeah, I have a married friend and every time we go out, they get on the dance floor and they grind all over these guys. But they don't take any of them home or have sex. Well... How would you feel if your husband was out there on the dance floor grinding on some girl? Yeah. I mean, it was, and, and they didn't have sex. Is that, a, why are you getting mad at me? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> and nothing happened to me. Would that be okay? And the answer is no. No. It wouldn't be Hell okay. No. And so I, when you start finding yourself justifying or making excuses for inappropriate behavior on any level... That's a pretty red flag that that's a, that's a toxic relationship that you're around. Mm-hmm. And you need to get away from it. Yeah. And you need to distance yourself. And you need to have boundaries. I don't care. We can go grab lunch any day of the week. Mm-hmm. But we are not going out on Fridays or Saturdays or Wednesday girl nights or whatever it is. You know, I don't go do stuff without my partner. Mm-hmm. You know, or whatever it is. Um, and maybe that's how the third wheel shows up. Well, the only way to keep her in check is to drag her along with all the third wheel stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know that my I, my dad had a friend that was the cheater and the liar and probably all of these <laughs> on the list. Mm-hmm. And my mom hated that guy. Yeah. Hated him. And then eventually he changed, which right. I, mean, I don't think that that happens very often with those kind of people, which I'm glad he changed. But when somebody goes through that change, do they, you often find out that they don't trust their partner. Probably. That they're with because they were such a bad partner mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And so they have a lot of trust issues moving forward uh-huh. with it. Um, but I, I think that, you know, a, a lot of times you, you can look at all of this and, you know, like you said, it's it's it could all be the same person. It could be that one person. It mm-hmm. could be... Multiple. Different characteristics mm-hmm. of different people that either you're that friend that's creating these issues or you're the partner trying to juggle, you know, your your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, but still keep your friend happy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we even said at the beginning, we feel that your focus should be your partner. Yes. Their happiness should come over your friend's happiness mm-hmm. um, every time. Yes. But if you're that... If you're that partner that feels you, your partner is spending more time with their friend or invested more in a friendship, that, and we're, we're still talking same-sex friendships. We're not even I know. tapping the... The guys and girls Yeah, guy, guys and girlfriend piece. But a lot of times you, you can kind of see very, very similar issues of how these all play out kind of from beginning to end. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times guys are very... You, you, most guys don't want to come off controlling and you don't want to come off like you don't want to give your lady space. Well, even if that's for selfish reasons, well, I know at some point in time I'm going to want to go out with the guy, so I don't want to crack down and say, no, I don't want you going out with the girls. Yeah. And so you innocently, you know, you're, you're doing it for selfish reasons, but you kind of throw yourself in the mix. Oh, you guys are going out? Well, I'll be your designated driver tonight, and I'll take you girls around. Yeah, I think that's how it starts. You're not doing that because you really care about them drinking and driving. You do it because you don't trust them. Because you want to keep an eye on them. You want to keep an eye on them. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I don't know if I'd say there's something wrong with that, but 
You're not fooling anybody. Well, is there something wrong with it? Or is that not that bad of a situation? Because then... I don't think it starts off as that bad of a situation. Uh-huh. I mean, and we've had friends that have done that. Yeah. That, you know... But then we've had people that we saw get caught trying to check up on the group. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sitting out in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. And then like, who's... Oh, my God. That's my husband's car. <laughs> what are you doing out here? Oh, is this where you guys were hanging out tonight? <laughs> Yeah. I was just driving around, yeah. sitting in the parking lot. Yeah. It's like, okay, you, you got busted not <laughs> trusting somebody. Um, That's so funny. And so I think I think that trying to include yourself in, in making yourself the third wheel, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's good or bad. I, I I don't really know. I don't really know what good advice to give about that. Because I know in my last relationship, I would ask, hey, why do you need to go out and do this stuff? Can't uh-huh. you... Can't you just stay home? And then I was the asshole. I was the bad guy. Well, I don't understand why I have to stay here. I don't understand why you have such a problem with with me going and doing this. And it's like, well, I do have a problem. And, Mm -hmm. you know, either you say, I don't care you have a problem, you're going to go do it, which is what happened. Or that kind of goes back to the the win, 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 lose type of thing. Mm -hmm. Of, well, if I don't get to go out, then that means you win and you got your way. And I'm not letting you win, so I am going out. Mm Um, and it wasn't a competition. It was just legitimate. I don't understand. I don't understand what, what fulfillment you're getting from getting dressed up and going to a club and shaking your ass for other people that aren't me. Yeah. I don't, I know. I don't understand that. Yeah. And I, know. I think well, the same thing. Well, it goes back thing, to the guys, girls night. Yeah. I think same thing for guys, for guys. I don't mm-hmm. understand why, and I'm going to say something mean, but I don't understand why. From a girl's perspective, telling a guy, I understand why you have to get your nice clothes on and throw your dress clothes on and put cologne on to go sit at a strip club and watch people take their clothes off. I'll do it for free. Mm-hmm. Well, now, if you would do it for free and nobody would pay you to do it, then chances <laughs> are he didn't want to see you do it anyway. <laughs> but. But I, at least she's getting naked for him. Right. And so I, I so I, I see it from both sides, but I think that these these guys that typically do that, it's like, well, I'll drive you. They're they're acting like the concerned guy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll take you to the club. I'll drive you there, and I'll be the designated driver, and I drive him there, and then we go hit Waffle House at two in the morning or whatever it is. Yeah. And you're kind of palling around. What ends up happening is the girlfriends see through your bullshit, uh-huh. and they're like, they start telling their friend, "Hey, get." This is just girls. He's only doing this to keep tabs on you. Well, Does he yeah. not trust you? Yeah, and then they start telling telling him and the friend, hey, he needs to get friends. Why mm-hmm. doesn't he have friends? Why is he hanging out with us all the time? Mm-hmm. And then the dude, the poor dude, <laughs> just ends yeah. up looking bad. Yeah. And then that's where they start insulting him. Uh-huh. And all these other little factors start coming out. Mm-hmm. And so eventually the guy's like, fine, you don't want me to go, I won't go. Yeah, and then that creates another problem. Yep. And then now you're playing wingman, and, and you're doing this, and and it's it, all of these things start connecting. And before you know it, you are in a relationship where your partner has a friend that meets all ten of these qualities. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how the hell did this happen, and what do I do? Mm-hmm. And that's where it becomes Your friend very, needs to get out. Yeah, you got to kick that friend to the curb. Yeah, you really do. It's there's no if you want your relationship to mm-hmm. survive, if you want to be in a relationship with the with your partner, yeah. Then 
you have to pick the relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not right. I think we try to make this way more complicated than it is. Uh-huh. Well, I don't, don't, don't put me in a position where I have to choose. Well, I'm sorry, cupcake, but you've got to pick. <laughs> do you want a partner or do you want a friendship? Uh-huh. And you can still have friends and a partnership, yeah. but you can't live a life acting like a single person three nights a week or two nights a week or one night a week. And then try to act like you're in a relationship the other, you know, four to six days of the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to decide what's more important. Yep. Is going out and looking cute and getting hit on by other guys and helping your friend get laid and helping your friend recover because they're single or helping your friend cheat because they don't like their husband or all that. Is that more important than investing in the partner? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a partner worth investing in, then have at it. Yeah, fine. Go out there and play wingman all you want. Mm-hmm. Just know that... Your relationship is probably going to end at mm-hmm. some point here soon in the near future. Um, but, and then at the same time, if you are that friend that one of these, with one of these characteristics. You're not a good friend. No, you're not a good friend. And you need to realize that maybe you should back off of your friend and her mm-hmm. spouse's relationship. Or you his you or should spouse's. find friends that have similar interest as you that don't have a ball and chain right that aren't in a relationship that aren't in a relationship that you're going to sabotage and ruin um because you're being selfish Mm -hmm. and you know ultimately a lot a lot a lot of the blame could fall on you Mm -hmm. um so strap on some freaking independency and just do that crap on your own yeah Yes. Yeah, you don't You're not allowed to you're not allowed to say I'm a strong independent woman and drag other women with you everywhere you go because that's <laughs> the complete opposite of being right. independent. Yeah. And you and once again you can't say we're all strong independent women together because independent means you're on your own. <laughs> so yeah. that's like saying I'm a lone wolf in a wolf pack. <laughs> no, you're not. So Knock that shit off because you're not strong. You're not independent. You have to rely on someone Mm -hmm. to do all this stuff. So suck it up and either go out there and be a whore on your own time (laughs) (laughs) and quit ruining relationships. Yes, (laughs) seriously. Or find somebody that you can do that stuff with that it's not going to negatively impact anything else. Mm -hmm. Or find that partner that you actually want to do all all kinds of fun stuff with Mm -hmm. that you won't have to interfere with any friend's relationship. Yep. Yeah. My gosh. I know. Fucking bitches. Yep. <laughs> um, so I think that's a, a good ending to this episode. Um, as always, thank you again for listening. Um, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel and SoundCloud and Google Play and iTunes and all that. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks.